Welcome to the EchoCast, episode 116. I'm going to call this one Forward-ish. This is a podcast about the Division 2, its community, news, speculation, and updates, and honestly, sometimes just whatever I feel like talking about. I am Bond Diesel. I do Division stuff, such as this podcast, Twitch streams, and YouTube videos about Division 2. If you would please take a moment to subscribe to and rate this podcast on whatever platform you are listening to it on, I would very much appreciate it, and it does help me get noticed. On this week's episode, we will not have a state of the game recap because there was no state of the game. We will talk about some Division 2 news and speculation, some community topics, and we will wrap it up with a content update. I would like to thank this month's Patreon supporters, Hassan, Christian, Darren, Justin, Tim, and PK. If you would like to support this podcast, as well as my other content, such as my stream and my other podcast, the Xbox Dadcast, please check out patreon.com slash bonddiesel. I am willing and wanting to do some type of promotion uh, for new and existing patrons. So if you have any ideas, anything that would convince you to become a patron, I'm all ears. Let me know. Okay, so first I'm going to jump into what should be the state of the game recap. Um, There was no state of the game this week. So instead, I'm just going to kind of briefly talk about the Ubisoft Forward event. Uh, This podcast may not be super long. I'm going to be straight up. Um, Though every time I think I say that, I end up ranting about something for an hour. So we will see. Okay, so the Ubisoft Forward event... um, the only division two, uh, content was a developer feature talking about the kind of the background of the hidden rubber ducks around the map. Um, if you, I assume if you're listening to this podcast, you play the game or have played the game at some point. Um, and I'm sure at some point you noticed at least some of the rubber ducks, uh, specifically there was one when the game came out where one of the shade caches you needed to unlock your tech uh, was in a little room uh, on the west side of the map uh, that had like a little duck shrine, and they showed that one. Um, and they kind of went into how uh, the the ducks were uh, they they are actually a placeholder uh, item. Uh, so when they were working on the levels or working on something in the game, they would uh, use the ducks as a placeholder, and then it turned into kind of a thing. Um, so that was that I'll discuss my opinion after we talk about the basic information. Um, otherwise the only big new announcement during the Ubisoft forward event was, uh, far cry six. Um, unfortunately that trailer had leaked the day before 
they did have a quite a bit more information about Assassin's Creed Valhalla, um, but nothing that I think was super surprising, um, but definitely more depth and some more uh, real information about that game. Um, otherwise, they, they highlighted a few smaller titles that it seems like they're working on. They did like a big story trailer thing for Hyperscape, their new uh, free-to-play battle royale mode. I'm not super interested. I, I have seen some people who are typically very critical about uh, battle royales and so on um, be really positive about Hyperscape. It seems like uh, they, they are trying to do some things that are new, which is awesome. Um, trying to introduce a narrative into that world, eh, you know, like might be unnecessary, but I get it. That's it's what apex legends did. Um, so I understand, um, and Fortnite has kind of done it more loosely. I, I feel like apex is trying to s establish like a real story behind everything where, um, Fortnite, it's more of just like a loose fun type of thing. And it seems like Hyperscape is trying to do more of the Apex side of things. I don't think that PUBG ever tried to do that. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't believe that PUBG ever had like a, a story mode or they tried to introduce some type of real story to anything. But, you know, what do I know? Um, okay, so and that was about it, at least as far as I'm concerned. Um, I did stream it. So if you want to watch it, you can check out my VODs on Twitch. Um, my thoughts on it, uh, yeah, <laughs> um, the division two duck thing was cool and the developers they featured on there are actually really great. Um, uh, the, the, uh, the one developer she's been on, they've had her stream a couple times, um, as with, uh, some other devs and. I want to say, did they do like a 24 hour stream at one point, uh, with like warlords of New York or something like that. And, uh, and she was on there and she's great. She's really, she's funny and, and obviously very knowledgeable. Uh, and, and, and you could sense her excitement and enthusiasm in the video. That's super cool. So no insult to her and really no insult directly to anyone in the dev team. But, but this duck thing was like borderline insulting for the community. Um, and, and I think if you've looked around a bit, you, you kind of get a general feeling of people. It's kind of like that meme, um, where, uh, it, it's, it's like, I expecting, I expected nothing yet. I'm still disappointed, uh, kind of thing. And I was trying to warn people like, Hey, I really wish they would give us something significant, but just don't expect it because I don't know what significant they can give us at this point. We don't, we don't know what's going on and, and we'll get into that conversation, but this little featurette, I think what was rough about the Ubisoft forward in general is that you would think if Ubisoft had some like big announcements, this is the one that they would do it. Because at the end of the Ubisoft Forward event, they're like, oh, and by the way, we're going to have more of these. And it's like, okay, like you probably don't need to have more if you would have just actually done something with this one. And since we didn't go into that show knowing that there were more, everyone was expecting it to be the big thing. And here's my newsflash. I bet this is the big thing. 
I bet it, when they do more Ubisoft forwards, I'm not expecting them to all of a sudden be like, oh, and this is coming back, Splinter Cell, or, you know. Um, and so, I don't know. From a Division 2 standpoint, um, I, I'm not surprised, but still kind of disappointed. Um, like, literally, if there is something cool coming other than the Manhunt and Seasons, and obviously the skyscraper mode, which they kind of like had to tell us about because of leaks. Um, if there's something cool coming, if they're doing something cool with hunters or if they're doing something cool with something, even like a five second little teaser at the, at the end of that would, would have been so cool. Like if there was something coming with hunters, if at the end of that duck thing, they would have been like, and one more thing. And it would have just been like a hunter, like walking up to the camera and then like hitting it with an axe or something like, I don't know, just anything. It literally, I genuinely believe having that little duck featurette was worse than nothing. Um, especially because, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I've seen a few other people say this as well. I'm pretty sure they did something about the ducks like a year ago, right after the game came out. Um, I know they did like a, like a, screenshot thing where like oh find all the ducks you know show us all your pictures of the ducks you found which is cool that's neat it's a fun little community thing um but then you can't a year later at the big like quote unquote e3 event um you know give give that to us in, in a player base that's starving um for new content uh i don't want to downgrade how big warlords of new york was that was awesome um, it was a very cool content and, um, I think the best storytelling they've done in the game. The problem is, is that since then, all we've gotten story-wise is some like pretty shallow manhunt stuff, uh, and a raid that doesn't push the story forward. It's just so weird how much of the side content is just disconnected from the story entirely. Uh, this raid had nothing to do with the actual main game. The first raid didn't either. It was a self-contained little story, which is fine, but it still sucks. So I just, people just want something substantive. And I think on paper, I think that, you know, who's a big head at Ubisoft could say, well, in Division 1, they wanted more story. So, Division 2, we've given them more story. But I think, you know, in the ever-changing demands of, of, a, of a gaming player base, I guess, is that, sure, like, technically, we've gotten more story. But what we've really gotten is a bunch of, like, kind of disconnected, loose strings everywhere, um, which is honestly almost less satisfying than the relatively small but self-contained story of the first game. And I know this is going to seem so hypocritical to be like in the first game, I was a big person being like in, in three years of this game being out, we only got interesting story bits for the first like six months or a year, I guess. Um, kind of. And then when they released the West side peers, there was a little bit more that kind of led us to division two, but, but not really. So I understand it may seem a little uh, back and forth to say, well, the first game story was too small, but at least it was, it was like connected. And the second game story is just everywhere. Um, I don't really know if one is better than the other, but 
I don't know. It's just kind of frustrating. <laughs> so, uh, and then to have this, you know, I, again, I didn't really expect that much from this, but I still was hoping for more. Um, and I don't know. I, I just think it should have been different. Um, I will say that uh, I believe it was yesterday or the day before I'm recording this on Saturday morning. Um, they did release the t uh, title update 10.1 patch notes for the patch that's coming this coming Tuesday. And it, um, it mentions at the end, you know, we know you're all excited for more information. We'll give it to you when it's ready. When we return in August, um, I'm a hair skeptical if I have to be totally honest. Um, one, the, the kind of qualifier there of, you know, we'll give you more information when it's ready. Uh, okay. You know, is it coming in August or not? <laughs> like maybe not mention August. Um, and I guess like I want a roadmap of some type. I think they should at least give us a roadmap from now until March. Um, what I really think they should do is give us a very, even a vague roadmap of now until when they plan on no longer adding stuff to the game, you know, um, because I think what I'm skeptical about is that the way that I still think the way they handled season one or year one, the episode one, two, and three of this game was, was just really bad. It was really awful. Um, and I say that because, uh, at the first E3, uh, or maybe even before, uh, the last year's E3 with Terry, um, they showed this like episode one, two, and three, and it had like really cool, like cover art to each episode. It was, uh, episode one was the expedition and it had an agent standing over this like suburb with all these houses. And it was really cool. It was a really cool piece of like concept art or whatever. And then episode two had the agent overlooking the Pentagon. Um, and then episode three, I think was like blanked out. It was like supposed to be like mysterious, right? Um, and then eventually it had the Coney Island background. That's right. And what was so frustrating about that was that I remember, uh, they did a PTS for title update six, whatever episode one was title update four, maybe I can't remember. And when they did that, uh, that was our first glimpse of what episode one even was. See, the problem was, is uh, everyone was looking at division one and the in year one of division one. And that's what they were uh, anticipating for episode one, two, and three, you know, to, for these, like, you know, a new mode, um, some new weapons and gear and some updates to the game, some additions and so on. And what we got, you know, this expedition year one looked like it was going to be, I don't know, I thought it was going to be something um, like survival or the underground or, or some type of mode where you would go out into like the suburbs to accomplish some type of mission, um, to retrieve some intel, to take down a big bad or something. And then it ended up being Kinley College, which is not indicated at all in the cover art. So I have to imagine somewhere there was like a big change in what they were going to do. Um, 
I don't know. And then episode two with the Pentagon. I mean, those missions are cool, but like, obviously the Pentagon was supposed to be something much more grand and money or time got cut somewhere, but I'll digress on that. And then episode three was fine. It was a lead in to, to warlords of New York, but it's still, um, it was still just two missions and, and, and a thing, you know? So, so whatever they do announce in August, um, I think they just, you know, they can tell us what the content is. Like, I think that's where people get frustrated. I know it's where I get frustrated is that there's almost this weird, like feeling from them of like, they can't tell us what a thing is in fear of spoiling it. Um, with Kinley college, they could have told us like, Hey, it's going to be a mode where there's, uh, there, there's multiple, uh, locations. It's a, it's a puzzle type of thing. And when you complete it, there's a prize at the end that, that wouldn't reveal anything bad that that wouldn't spoil anything to say that, um, with Pentagon, they could have said, Hey, uh, it's you're, you're going to do a quick little side mission and then that's going to open up two big main missions and, and, and that's episode two and then episode three, so on and so forth. The problem is, is I think that they knew that that's super underwhelming and that's why that's not what we got. Um, and I think that's kind of a bummer that they could have been way more transparent about the situation. Um, and, and probably, giving people a much better taste in their mouth about the year one of this game. Um, if they would have just known what to expect to not expect survival, the underground, so on and so forth. Um, because that is what people expected, whether they should have or not. Um, and managing those expectations has probably in my opinion, been the weakest part of their community interaction, beyond some other stuff we've discussed recently. So, uh, I'm excited. I, I, I still remain excited about August. I hope that they come and they give us some actual useful, exciting information. Um, I really hope it's not them sitting around the stay of the game, all grinning and winking at each other and being like, Oh, there's some cool stuff coming guys. Cool stuff. Because that's what they've done in the past. And it's hyper frustrating because we're not children. <laughs> uh, so we will see. Uh, otherwise the far cry six thing that was part of the Ubisoft forward, um, unfortunately was another example of Ubisoft just leaking like a sieve when it comes to new announcements. Um, I know there's a lot of people who think that it was like on purpose for them to leak that trailer. I really doubt it because that Ubisoft forward would have ended way more exciting had that been like, oh, wow you know, a new far cry, even though everyone kind of knew a new far cry was coming. Um, I really liked far cry five and, uh, far cry three and five. And obviously the first two, I played all of those. I didn't play four or primal. I played like eight minutes of new dawn, but they implemented like an RPG health bar system with level gated areas. It was just awful. And so I really hope far cry six pretends like new dawn never existed and just sticks with what five had and pushes on. Um, that said, I like, it seems like they're introducing this far cry six to be this, like this dictator of this kind of Cuba like, uh, country. Um, and that's cool. 
But with the way that they kind of presented Far Cry 5 and that this cult was going to, like, it really seemed like it was going to be a commentary on, on like cults and like right wing stuff and all this stuff. And then when the game came out, it was just so weak. It was just them. I liked Far Cry 5. I thought it was fun. But this was like the most diverse, uh, politically correct cult i've ever seen in the world <laughs> they they were you know pushing forward they probably would have all voted for bernie um <laughs> it was just such a weird they really played it up like it was going to be this like kind of commentary on on those things and then when it came out it ended up just being this like super generic um kind of lame rendition um and i think they really missed an opportunity to actually push some boundaries there but um with that game with division two we found that um even with watchdogs legion probably um ubisoft has a weird way of trying of like making like hyper political games but then being like we're not political it's, it's not a political statement it's it, we we don't want to mess with that it's not us it's like eh, come on just own it at some point and you know what else you can own you can own this 30 second mid-roll Okay, so with uh, some Division 2 topics, the main thing I'm going to talk about is uh, future raids and how I think uh, that is going to play out. Um, so I think it seems fairly obvious, at least to me, that the way that they've done the raids so far is we've gotten a Black Tusk raid, um, which was the first one uh, with um, at the airport. We now have a True Sons raid at the Foundry. Um, my guess is that at least at one point, the goal was probably to do a raid for each major faction. So we would still be looking for an outcast and a hyena raid. Um, but we don't know. And this is what I was talking about before with the roadmap and stuff. We don't know if there uh, was another raid planned. We don't know if there still is. Um, we, we just don't know. We have no idea. Um we have nothing to look forward to. <laughs> so, uh, what I'm saying is I actually think that the raids were a cool idea. Um, but I think that like, I'm not a huge fan of destiny Two or destiny in general. Um, but what I've noticed with them is that their raids when they release them, are part of a, a bigger event. Uh, they, they release their raid and it typically is the kickoff or it leads to the kickoff of a bunch of new content and weapons and guns. And, and it, it, it's always like a, it's, it's always like a, it's a big event. It's not just the raid. Um, and I think where division two kind of misses that mark is that it seems like the raid is supposed to be the event itself. And the reason that's a problem is that, you know, I, I assume we're dealing with a much smaller player population than destiny. Right. So, um, and, and a much less established raid culture, uh, in, in division. So what that leads to is, um, I'm sure destiny, I wouldn't be surprised if destiny and division have a relatively, uh, similar, uh, participation rate in the raid, um, which is very small compared to the whole player base. But 
it, it, it feels more exclusive or exclusionary in division two because there isn't all of the surrounding hype and excitement and activity. So, so what happens is they, they really hype up this new content, um, that only a small percentage of people are going to play. And then for all of the people who don't get to play it or, or who can't or don't want to, or whatever, it, it feels there's like a sense of being left out, you know, um, and not being part of the event. And, um, I just, I don't think there should be raids and division anymore. I think that they were a super cool idea. Um, I, I think that if they're treated as kind of like how I feel like they're treated in destiny, then that's fine. Um, but there has to be the other stuff. It's kind of like what I've talked about with the seasons and the manhunt and stuff. Uh, you know, a battle pass is cool. I think a battle pass works well with division. The problem is that the battle pass can't be the primary new content that can't be all there is. Um, you know, you can't expect me to just go do all the same control points, the same missions, the same bounties, because the bounties I've come to the conclusion feel just as repetitive as, oh, what were they called in division one? Um, the, the targets or whatever, I forget what they were called now, but, uh, you know, they are repetitive and the, the locations, it's like the same one or two locations in every zone. And it's kind of frustrating. But I, yeah, uh, I, I am streaming this. So I see uh, Shami Soul has it's high value target. That was it. Um, and so what I would say is that I would actually like to see a, uh, a return of incursions. Um, and if we ever get a division three, I would actually potentially like to see both with raids being, uh, maybe like a yearly event, you know, maybe, you know, two or three raids through the lifetime of a, you know, a three year lifetime of the game. Um, and maybe like, maybe like two incursions a year, um, that would be like four, maybe five or six man incursions. I would like to stick with four, um, that aren't quite as long, aren't quite as complicated as the raids, but still provide that kind of feel. Um, even if they're at the level of, uh, the final incursion and division one stolen signal, um, which I still argue was basically a mini raid. And in my opinion was the best content and division one from like a challenge perspective. Now it was a little janky because of some of the mechanics, especially in the final fight with the Gatling gun shield stuff, but it was still cool. And, um, and I felt like that content, felt a lot more accessible to, to so many more people. Um, and therefore it was like more respected. Now, obviously we can't have the issues again, like we did. And, uh, the, the, the first one was it, um, Falcons lost or whatever, uh, where people, uh, basically, uh, <laughs> exploited that first incursion to the point of essentially ruining the, the, the gear economy in the game because so many people exploited it so badly, um, without any punishment in hindsight. Um, but I really feel like if raids are going to have a place in division two or the division franchise moving forward, I really think it's important to have another like similar type of content that's more accessible to more people. Um, I, I, I just don't, 
I've really come to the conclusion that the only point of the raids is the PR. Um, and in the first raid, it worked really well. Um, you had tons of really big streamers getting together uh, to play that raid. Unfortunately, it was so hard <laughs> that most of those big streamers didn't do well at all. Obviously, some, you know, the people who got worlds first and stuff beat it. But um, I remember watching it was like Professor Broman and Gathalian. Um, and a bunch of those people were trying to, and they'd never even got past the first boss. Uh, I think it's like seven or eight hours they tried and it just, and they, uh, I remember it kind of funny that uh, Greg Miller is a big fan of division two, uh, and had their whole crew playing it and they, and it ended up being kind of like a, Ugh. but if I remember correctly, I mean, they, the division two, um, viewer numbers on Twitch were bonkers that day. And so it was a big event that got a lot of eyes on the game. Um, if I remember correctly, the second raid, uh, you didn't see any of those same names attempting the raid uh, to get worlds first or to even just attempt it when it came out. Um, the people you did have doing it were kind of the names you expected. And then we've had the fallout of that situation you know, that we talked about last week. Um, and I think the viewer numbers it was kind of rough. You know, I think I only saw a max of, you know, 30,000 or something viewers, which isn't awful considering yesterday division two had like 900 people watching streams. Yikes, you know, but, um, I, I just don't, I don't think the raids have done for the game, um, what the game needs. Um, but, uh, but that's just my opinion. So personally, if they're going to keep the raids, whatever, that's fine. But I would really like to see incursions make some type of return as kind of a, a mini raid that's more accessible to more people. Okay, uh, the second thing I wanted to talk about here was more of a community topic, and it's talking about the uh, the specialization weapons and ultimate abilities. Uh, so in Division 1, we had ultimate abilities. There were three of them. Um, there was a damage dealing one, there was a healing one, and there was an armor based one. Uh, so you had this meter that charged up as like a third skill. Uh, if you didn't play division one, that's why I'm saying this. Uh, and basically it was, it was an ultimate. So if you, if you say everyone in, on your team was dead and you had the, the healing ultimate, uh, you could pop that healing one and everyone would pop back up with a big heal boost and and you could go or there was a damage dealing one that worked similarly um what i did was i put up a poll on division two uh or on my echo cast and i i basically said like hey for a division three or whatever would you um prefer to have specialization weapons again uh bring back ultimate abilities or neither or something else and as of yesterday i haven't looked at the poll today but i imagine it's pretty similar uh the poll results came down to um uh, 46% 46.7% uh for ultimate abilities to return uh 19.5% for specializations uh and 33.8% for something else or neither um so for me, 
see the way I would actually like to see it happen would be for some type of combination. Um, I think the specialization roles are really cool. I, I think the way that they, um, well, they initially tried to funnel people into using like certain type of guns and things like that. And then people hated that. And now they made it. So all of the guns work well with all of them. I think there is each one, I think has a slight lean towards a certain gun type, but, um, I like the specializations. I just feel like the specialization weapons have been kind of a forgotten thing. I, I know that there's some specific gear sets that really focus on them. And I know there are situations where they are good to use. Um, but I really feel like, uh, like if we in a division three, I would prefer not to see a third weapon hanging out. Um, even just from a, an aesthetic point of view, I, all of those guns, all of those uh, weapons just look so awkward on the character. And I remember in the play from one to 30 um, that I really thought the characters looked a lot more like, like sleek and kind of realistic. And then you hit 30 and you hit in game and they slap that big fat weapon on you. Um, like, I feel like the sniper specialization looks okay. Like it, it looks decent. Um, if it, it seems like it fits, you know, uh, but then like, if you put on, I really like the rocket launcher, uh, the six rocket launcher pod thing, but if like looking at that thing on the character model is just so awkward because if you, if you pay too much attention to it, which I obviously have, and you like, you like, like scan around the character, like, I don't know how that thing's connected to the character. I'm pretty sure it's connected by like a one inch piece of material uh, on the bottom uh, inside part of the rocket launcher. And it just like, there's just stuff of like, so from an aesthetic point of view, I think it just looks really awkward for the most part. Um, so for me, what I think I would almost like to see, and I saw someone mention this in the poll was some type of combination of all of them. So the specializations were, um, you have a, a, a skill tree and, and honestly, what I would almost rather see is instead of having specific specializations where you select one, um, what, what I was hoping specializations were going to be same with division one, where you had your skill tree. Um, what I would prefer to see is that you earn specialization points and you start off with none. And then there's like six different specializations that branch off of nothing and you pick one and then that branches off to a bunch of other stuff. And basically what I, I would prefer to see is a specialization type system, but where you can't select everything you have to pick and choose and you work down this tree to use all of your points. But once you've earned, like you can only earn so many of the points total and you can only select so many of the things in the tree where it's not a matter of you just unlock everything and now you just have everything where you have to make a legitimate choice as you're going down this tree to shape your character and the way it plays. Um, and that could even include like an ultimate ability at the end or something, uh, based on, you know, the way that you go through the tree. Um, like that kind of system I think would be really cool. And then personally, I think that the whole idea of the specialization weapon can just go away. I, I think the problem with, with the specialization weapons and what we've seen be the problem is that, um, trying to make them feel special, uh, is basically the enemy of balance. 
you know, it, it, it's, they, I think they're in an okay spot now, but basically, you know, throughout the first year and a half of this game, you can tell there's been a struggle of trying to make them feel worth using, but not making them the only thing worth using. Um, and that could be said for a lot of stuff in the game, but the specialization weapons in particular, you know, there's like a special animation when you take them out and, you know, they're kind of, it's kind of hyped up to be this like, yeah, cool. Look at this. And the problem is, is that if you make it too special, uh, then it, it kind of kills everything else. So, um, I thought the results of that were interesting. The fact that, uh, you know, almost half of the people who responded wanted ultimate abilities back. Um, and then the second most and not by too much, um, was just nothing or something else entirely. So, uh, you know, if we even get a division three, obviously we don't know much about that or what's coming. Um, we don't know much about anything, which is what I've been talking about. Uh, it would, uh, it would be interesting, um, to see if they try to combine, if they try to do something completely different. I've said before, I, would personally love to see division three be announced as it's not even a looter shooter anymore. People, this is going to be a 25 hour gritty realistic story where you are an agent and you have to travel from DC to Michigan, uh, to go to the laboratory where they built the antiviral to recover something. Uh, and it's like a, the last of us two type of gritty, you know, cause in the second book, if people didn't read it, um, there was this really cool plot where there was an agent hunting someone down from New York city to Michigan and then down and then to DC where the agent, when they got out in the boonies, their shade tech didn't work or it was spotty. Um, they eventually ran into like a military checkpoint that had a shade node that was available. So they got their shade. Uh, uh, abilities back and there's this really cool feeling of like what it would be like for an agent to not be in the city what it would be like for them to be like in the country or in the hills um, and I think that there's something there I have zero percent confidence that's what's gonna if we get division three I have zero confidence that's what it's gonna be <laughs> if I have to be totally frank um, but we will have to see Okay, so we're gonna start wrapping this baby up um, with content updates. Uh, massive, I think I mentioned this last week, but uh, they are on their Swedish uh, summer break um, until August. Uh, so I think I'm probably gonna hold off on EchoCast um, until then. Obviously, uh, there's uh, Xbox stuff I can talk about on my other podcast, which I'll mention in a moment. I am still considering doing like a Division Two review um, kind of the first year and a half, uh, the ups and downs and where I think things are going and how I think things could have been uh, done differently as a whole. Um, we'll see. I might put that out as like a video and a podcast. I'm, I'm mulling is, uh, is what I'm getting at. Um, I do have another podcast called the Xbox dad cast, uh, that I've been doing intermittently. Um, there is a, a very big Xbox, uh, show coming up, uh, this coming Thursday at 12 PM my time. So whatever time for you, I do plan on being home and I do plan on streaming that live. So if you want to watch along with me, uh, I would very much, uh, enjoy hanging out with you all. Um, 
and and yeah there's that so uh and that's what i have for this week so uh i am bond diesel on twitch uh where i try to stream a few times a week uh i'm also on twitter at bond diesel or you can find the at the EchoCast Twitter account if you don't want any of my personal musings. Uh, last, if you want some cool EchoCast or Bond Diesel merch, check out uh, designbyhumans.com slash shop slash Bond Diesel. That's all I have. So until next time. I'm